Hey, this is Rupati King. Welcome to the Mon Palace. I'm your agricultist here to save the world, even though I don't know what I'm doing. Hopefully someone more qualified will pick up the task of saving the world. But here I am, singing this stupid song, getting you high for this podcast question. So, welcome to question number 0035 of the Scheming Mind Palace podcast. I am your host, the True Party King, and I have just spent my first night out in the forests of Tuscany in my ark, Noah's Neon Ark, which is, coincidentally, the question of this week. I hinted at it last time, what this ark is, but now I will explain it in its entirety because I have sketched it out really hardcore. Like, <laughs> you have no idea how much detail I have gone into how I am articulating the interior exterior of this mind palace based on the architecture, based on the history, based on the purpose of camping altogether. And a fun, a fun little tidbit that I will add is that while I normally like to break down these podcasts with like the past, present, future, in my discovery of what is this arc, I uncovered a fourth area of time beyond the past, present, future, specifically whatever is before the past and after the future. Because if the past is behind us and the future is ahead of us and now is after the past and before the future, what about after the future and before the past? (laughs) But anyways, I won't delve too into that just yet. But first, let's delve into the past. Let's delve into the past of the Noah's Neon Ark. I have it sketched out because first off, when I talk about there being a fourth time period. It's only because the way I see time is all as an illusion. Just like in our minds, how we can envision the future 
we can remember the past and see the now. Where, where is the separation? It's all an illusion. But who's to say that the future is fake and the past is fake and even the present is real? Perhaps it's all just fake. And I feel like the best way to prove that is by uncovering that fourth time. So anyways, going into the past of Noah's Neon Ark, <laughs> the past lies inside and under the Giza Plateau. The structure had many uses. Yes, it was a tomb. It was definitely a tomb. They found some bodies in there. But it clearly had many earlier uses based on the labyrinth of tunnels inside that served no purpose as a tomb. And underneath the entire plateau with caves that at minimum were like 8 meters wide. About 25 feet. <laughs> and... This was discovered using ground-penetrating radar, which will probably throw up a little image of what the scientists found over there. And, yeah, no, it's it's pretty crazy. Like, what, what were those caverns doing under there? Well, because of the fact that, as I hinted on last week, the Dead Sea Scrolls uncovered just a couple years ago that Noah's Ark was a pyramid, the ark that was meant to save, I guess, life on this planet, mankind, whatever, from a great flood. It all kind of coincidentally lines up well with <clears throat> the idea that, oh, well, I mean, this pyramid was built watertight, and it has all these underground tunnels. I mean, if there was a crazy 400-foot flood like we know what happened under the Younger Dryas period, after the Ice Age, when the ice caps melted suddenly, then yeah, that would probably be one of the only places people could survive, is if they had built those underground tunnels. So, that is the past of the Ark. But... I, in the present, wanted to create something similar in idea, but also obviously very different. Because this is not some stone pyramid. This is a deployable, tensile, flexible tent. And as an arc, I have specifically used the anagram archaic revival camping to spell out ark just you know funny enough because that is part of the purpose the purpose presently of noah's neon ark is a way for us as humans to reconnect with nature through this tent that through many areas of the structure help to impose upon these 
ideas of reconnection. So, one example is because of the fact that this pyramid has four walls, I kept thinking, okay, four, 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 four. What is four? Well, there are the four directions. There is north, south, east, and west, as I currently have this pyramid aligned. Because whenever I'm out journeying, I like to get lost a bit. That's part of the fun, as I see. If I know where I'm going, then what's the point in going on a journey? So I go out, get a bit lost. Then I think, okay, let's align myself with nature now that I'm lost from the matrix. So I see where the sun rises, you know east to west and I'm like okay well that gives me a pretty good approximation of the direction so I line up the tent accordingly which also you know lining up a tent according to the directions helps us sleep because apparently it's really bad to sleep facing north because of the magnetic pole which would attract the uh, magnetic uh, molecules within our mind which ironically our mind happens to have some of the most magnetic elements in the world called like magnetium <laughs> scientists are very creative with their names but that is one example another example is the seasons the four seasons so after I labeled the corners of this place, north, south, east, and west. I was thinking, okay, let's use those same letters <laughs> and build out some seasons. So for the W of west, it's for winter. East, I kind of messed the E up a bit and made it into an F. So it's the fall on that side. Then there's south for summer. And then I was left with the N, so I decided to flip the N, made it a, made it a Z, and turned that Z into spring. So there's spring <laughs> over there. Which obviously have photos of afterwards. So there's spring. And the point of the four seasons is because when I first came into this mind palace, I was like, all right, I want to paint it up, I want to paint it up, I want to paint it up. Oh my God, there's so much to paint. Oh, there's too much to paint. Why don't I restrict the sides that I choose to paint on in accordance to the seasons? So when I first opened it up, it was fall. So I only painted the fall side. Now since I've been back, I decided to just paint springside because it is still spring it is still spring and also ironically enough according with the architecture of this dome there is a little opening that i put this camera through and an opening as you see behind into the lovely landscape behind me both openings are on the fall and winter side because specifically during the spring and summer it's so nice out I want to have the thing open and if I have it open 
then I don't really have much real estate to paint on. So it all just kind of worked out pretty well with the whole, you know, geographical locations in terms of putting the warmer seasons on the walls that are never, like, opened up. So, that is the springtime, or the seasons. But, one more thing that I recently uncovered is time. Again, not just with accordance to the seasons, but how we normally think of time so linearly. So, for the north, I have the north designated as the now. I have east designated as the future, because <laughs> it ends with an E. <laughs> or I could, I guess, use the same F for fall as the future. I still haven't figured this. I haven't figured this out 100% yet, so bear with me. Then the south is the past, using the S from past, and the W. The W is whatever is before the past and after the future. <laughs> so, that is how I designated that area which I feel really helps with painting the floor of this tent. Because the floor I haven't mapped out. It's not as easy as four walls uh, above. This fifth plane of the ground is sort of amorphous. So I kind of wanted that to be a final, like, you can paint this whatever kind of field. But only, in a, I guess, in accordance around the area of what time you feel as though you are embodying in that moment. So now this is uh, when I get kind of deep into the sauce. <laughs> and in fact, after I come up with the future, I think I might save this for next time. <laughs> But the future of the <laughs> the future of Noah's neon arc is a time when we have achieved full self-sufficiency because to be free out in nature after doing a fast again like i've i've done i love fasting especially you know fasting on a journey getting really in, in touch with nature really detaching yourself from consumerism all that sort of stuff all that junk that you know we all inevitably get addicted to i do way too much which is why i like to do these cleanses and part of the cleanse is embodying the future by understanding that 
the the structure of time in and of itself is just words time is just words there is no truth no embedded fact in terms of the past is this the present is this and the future is this we decide what those times are how to designate that and once you have reached that level which I'm still kind of struggling to even articulate even though I've kind of figured it out I still haven't figured it out in the words sense <laughs> but once you have reached that understanding that time is yeah, you're just free to make it up as you go you make up your own rules in this great game of life you no longer have to be seeking something going after something chasing something and then when you get that thing when that future is now the present you no longer feel satisfied because the wanting has now become the having and once you have it there's suddenly the worry of am i suitable to take care of this can what if something happens to this i'm maybe even bored of this thing by now any number of things can ruin the present moment based on our fixation on the future which is why they often say if you can't appreciate what you have you will never enjoy what you want so that's just another little fun tidbit so uh, this podcast has gone on for a bit longer than I originally wanted to but I did kind of promise you a bit about <laughs> whatever is before the past and after the future <sighs> why don't I start off by providing a name of sorts that I have decided to put on this other realm of time. I call it the Futhaust. Futhaust. Because it is a combination of the future into the now, into the past. When normally we think of it as past, now, future, it is the other way around. Because when you embrace the Futhaust, you realize that it's all oneness. Everything is uniform. Because if I'm to articulate what is before the past of the Ark, of Noah's Neon Ark, I have to think, okay... <laughs> what 
it's likely oneness as experienced through the builders of Giza, through the builders of that that pyramid. But at the same time, the future after the Ark, where we are truly fully independent to the degree where we can control time itself, is also oneness. <laughs> it's all the same. Because at this point, we have gained divine power of inventing our own rules to the great game of life and thus we can go into the future and become the Giza builders and then forget we did it because we see that as fun. We made Giza. We did it. Guys, we made the Great Pyramid because we went so far into the future that we ended up in the past. Because like the seasons, time is cyclical. But the only way to truly enjoy something so cyclical that's repeated so many times is to willingly choose to forget it. Because if we don't forget it, then it's not really fun, is it? Like, how many times have you listened to a song and wished to listen to it for the first time? There we go. <laughs> I feel like I've said enough in that area. So, yeah, no, that is Noah's Neon Ark. I'll be totally honest. I had no idea that I was going to be <laughs> delving into a fourth time space which unlocked the understanding that time is cyclical before implanting the structure of the arc into that traditional structure i like to place of past present future at all my schemes so yeah no i mean that was an experience of surrender surrender i surrendered to the idea that what I'm doing is totally insane. I love what's happening with my ring right now. So yeah. There we go. I hope you enjoyed this experience of the Mind Palace. I certainly did. Because to embrace the Futaust is to embrace oneness, is to truly live in the moment. If you feel as though you're becoming too paranoid, too worried about the future, or too hooked on nostalgia, i.e. the past, I suggest the Futaust, not the present, because the present is how we experience everything anyways. The idea of the Futaust is a method of embracing the present in a similar illusionary context as the future and the past.
<laughs> what am I talking about? I have no idea, but I hope you enjoy this conversation. Hopefully someone more qualified to save the world has listened to this and become inspired. Enjoy the food toast. Drew Party King out. Oh, and by the way, of course, I've got on my special Noah Ionizer for this experience. <laughs> Saving the world. One unlocking of consciousness at a time. <laughs> I hope that helped. <laughs> anyways, anyways, see you again. Bye. Love you.